0: Have nice you heard why do animals you do, do that? Why they like moments. stare at
1: you? Why they go while they go to the bathroom? Like, so dogs do it a lot. So like, they'll be outside and they'll be going to the bathroom and they'll stare at their owner. I don't, do you, if you guys have dogs or anything, yeah, no, I have four dogs. <laughs> Notice this next time that they're outside. Yeah, yeah. The reason they do that is because that means they trust you and that they trust you enough that like that's a vulnerable uh, time for them. <laughs> yeah. So like, they expect you to say like, oh shit here comes a wolf, and, like, then they freak out and, like, pinch it off, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pinch it off. Yeah. yeah. So that means you're your dog's poop defender. Yeah. I am my dog's poop defender. Hey! Listen! Hey! 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 Listen! Well, Jackson can just put that in the episode. No, this is better. Nah.
0: Morning! <laughs> you're welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. My name is Hagen Shield. I'm Adam Sully.
1: Um... My name is uh, Jackson Russo. I'm uh, pretty hopped up on soda right now. I've been drinking Dr. Pepper all day. And <laughs> sorry, we had to turn up the volume on that. Uh, this week we have uh, with us a, a local Denton band. Uh, probably not local to all our Tasmanian listeners. Um, we have listeners we... in New York now. We, oh, we do. Because of Horace. Oh. <laughs> That's exciting. He just moved there, and we already have listeners yeah. because of him. Yo, that uh, that episode's over. Let's stop talking about it. You weren't even there, Adam. Um, I'm trying to be involved. I, wait, no. You were in uh, New York, though. I was in New York that. at the time you recorded it, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So you and Horace Today we have I the Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, two members of I the Ghost. Um, we got Tyler. What's your last name? Sorry. Blair. Tyler Blair, who plays guitar in I the Ghost. And then we have... Front center man, um, sometimes ben. occasionally to the left. Yeah, okay. yeah. slightly to the left, <laughs> but that's because of years of use. And um, <laughs> we have a Ben. Stage block. He sings. He also plays the guitar. How you guys doing? Yeah, doing
3: good.
1: good. good. i pretty good. <laughs> so um... <laughs> we have. I. What type of genre would you call I the Ghost? I it what for me it's this is a shitty question because like i hate it when people ask me this so i'm gonna ask you it what genre are you guys
3: that's a really good question what genre do you think we are because we don't know (laughs) uh i i think whenever i started it out i was trying to be very like post hardcore kind of where because i grew up on me without you and that's where they started out originally i just love that that style and then I don't really write that way. And so it kind of devolved into something else. I was like, well, maybe you saw like alternative indie. Cause I think I saw that like on a brand new album and I love the fuck out of brand new. Uh, and then so we, we've had alternative indie up there for a while. And then whenever Weather Weather came out in 2016, somebody said that we were more poppy and that we would be on a teenage girl movie. And then, uh, whenever, whenever the EP came out this, this February, uh, we got classified as post punk. And I mean, I I don't listen to post punk, so I wouldn't really classify as post punk. But that's I mean, people have different weird things. I've had somebody say that we sounded like U two, and we do not sound like U two. Okay. And Led Zeppelin. I've, and Led Zeppelin. Yes,
1: I've noticed that uh, a lot of people will start uh, branding people as U two if you at all ever in your career or just once use a delay
2: pedal. Like that's all. <laughs> oh people crap! Because that's pretty much every song. <laughs> Dude, that, well, that's, that's like my board. board my board is a delay yeah. board I so have,
0: love the edge yeah yes
2: <laughs> nah,
3: there we go I love the work that did just spider the
1: man in the pedals <laughs> edge the ghost <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things where uh, I, I think I've seen this happen with so many bands it's like they have one song who will have like either heavy delay or it's just like one like little slap de- back delay part in a song and then Immediately someone's like, Man, they were like so you two and I'm just like, Really? <laughs> just, Does you two own delay now? That and yeah.
3: I don't know, man. It's it's weird. Yeah. I mean I definitely have all really nice delay pedals that I really love, but uh I don't Now you just have one giant one. Well it has it's like twenty in there. Or ten.
0: <laughs> well the, the uh, that has funny 20... It's funny you mention the, the, the post-hardcore thing, because I think Eye the Ghost is such a good post-hardcore band name. I was like, <laughs> when I first saw the band name, I was like, oh my god. This These guy's must some, be heavy. Yeah, this, this is going to be some heavy shit. Oh god, they're pussies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now,
3: so, so true story about the band name, I was, I was at work and I was... I worked at Waterbird at the time. I was working overnights. And so I, I put like 20 names on a list. And I, the ghost is one of them. And it came out of me that you saw. Uh, and um, so then I was just like, all right, guys, we're going to vote on this. And whatever everybody likes, we're going to do. And everybody was like, yeah, I really like I, the ghost. Is like, but that's not even my favorite one. And they're like, no, that's the best one. And so <laughs> that's how I got the band name. That's what you get I for up popular person. folk. I didn't yes. know. It didn't even go to Facebook. It oh. went to, it just went to like people I worked with. It's on Zanga.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh it's man. back on MySpace. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey I still have a MySpace and I will still have
3: a Zanger if they don't have it shut down. <laughs> yeah, uh <laughs> Why? I... <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I need memories. <laughs>
0: That's fair.
1: That's fair. I still need to feel things. You think uh MySpace and Zanger are gonna make a comeback like vinyl?
2: <laughs>
3: I
1: thought MySpace was already
2: trying to.
3: Yeah, well MySpace got bought up by Facebook. Yeah. And but it's it's more of like a music platform now. Yeah. Oddly enough.
0: But do you actually use it like
3: I, I look at it like once a year whenever it comes up. So okay. whenever I go home and I'm cooking quesadillas and I'm eating those quesadillas, I will now log into MySpace it... through my Facebook. <laughs> 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 and and look at it again to remember how terrible I was in high school. Which I
2: usually have Facebook on this day for to you know to do that. Yeah. But you still have all like the sparkling skulls in the background. As no, soon I never as did you go in snacks. like I'm not okay by my chemical romance comes <laughs> on. <zone, laughs>
1: No. This episode has been sponsored by
0: Facebook and Edward Snowden. <laughs> Do you still update your top friends on MySpace?
3: Uh, I or think most spite? of my top friends deleted their thing, so now just I only have Tom. <laughs> man, that guy must be going through like a rough patch right now. Are you kidding? He's turned the world with five hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I forgot that when that whole thing happened. Every it like everyone was like, man. Tom's probably super depressed. He sucks now. And then, like, he posted like some status on Facebook, like saying, like, "Yeah, that's I, I made five hundred million dollars." <laughs> She's like, "Oh, yeah, shit." So, who is the ghost? Who is, who, who ghost? is this uh, character who is speaking in? What is that? What person is uh, that? Uh, First, fifth, third, second, fifth, uh, infinity. The
3: ghost. It, it's, I don't know. Oh, it's, it's third person know. referring to oneself. I guess. Uh the, the the line that it comes out of is out of a, a movie that used song, uh, Elephant on the Dog. Um, where they're trying to put this elephant on trial for killing like this entire circus. And so they're, they're, like the course of the song is The Elephant Must Hang, which is like the greatest chorus on the planet. <laughs> uh, but like the yeah. elephant's defending himself and he's like, My body did just as you implied, but some ghost that we'll call I idly watch through his eyes. And so it's like you have like this person behind you. Or like that, you know, that that is like you know the way that you think things. And like you sometimes like you do stupid shit and it's just like you know that? I, I did that's not really me, but like I definitely like I definitely like that happened because of me, so like it was me. So it was like just, like weird separation sometimes between like what you do and what you want to do.
2: Almost like the raw more primal parts of a person. Uh, so I guess sorta. Of. Uh, I, I think in the Bible, which is
3: probably going to come a lot, because my dad's a Baptist pastor, so I'm going to reference that a couple of times. But, like, there was, like, the thing was, like, you know, there's like, what I want to do, what I do, and the me that's stuck in between, uh, which I think is Paul um, in Second Corinthians. But, um, yeah, so it, it's, like, it's, it's really just more, like, there's like, the me, and so, like, I, the one feeling that I really feel is guilt. So that comes up a lot in my lyrics. Uh, and so that's just, like, I feel guilty for these things that I did. But I also feel, like, separated from them in a way. That's Uh, awesome. um, uh, We also call I, Ivan, um,
2: because we had our first practice at Musicians Hub, and he set that up. I I, I called up there, gave him my name, and for some reason, I don't know why, but Tyler apparently sounds like Ivan. (laughs) So when we show up for our, what, six o'clock spot or something? Yeah. There's no Tyler on the board, it's just Ivan. (laughs) Ivan room two. And you're pissed trying to find this Ivan Pretty much (laughs) And then I find find out I'm Ivan And so for the next two days I'm only referred to as Ivan (laughs) And then from there Our little ghost Symbol figure That we've drawn every That's Ivan That's That's cool Ivan Man, I just gotta hiccup in
1: my thoughts (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) You guys have uh, a, a new EP
3: out. Uh, it's called Daybreak. Daybreak EP or just Daybreak. Daybreak. Uh, I, I think the the first EP that I recorded solo. Which, there's like a, this like weird dichotomy. Like there's what I did before. I picked up a band, and then whenever I realized that me screaming with a guitar did not sound good, so I picked up a band. And so there's like the, there's the there's the post <laughs> uh, the band phase, uh, the post band band, as it were. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had the Daybreak um, EP out now. It, I think we always in up call break the Daybreak EP. Uh, it's just
2: Daybreak on the cover.
3: But, yeah, it's out. Put it out February 21st. Um, we, uh, I, I guess looking back on it now, I feel like we kind of rushed it a little bit because we were really wanting to get something out because we didn't, we'd been playing together for a year and a half and we didn't have anything and we had all this material. So we were like, no, we, could, we gotta have something. You know, we gotta get something out. So we did. Uh and, you know, looking back, we probably could have taken a little more time. But, yeah, no, it's out. We um, got yeah, physical copies. It's on all the usual suspects, iTunes and Spotify and Amazon. If you want to buy it, it's cheapest on Amazon. It's only four fifty there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think it's one of those things. You say you feel like you rushed
1: it. I think however someone feels about the song, I think it came through really great. And I think it, it, it sounds really cool. And I think even if, you know, in the future you do more production or whatever you're feeling you rushed i think you'll be able to look back at these things and like just be like okay well those may sound different than what we sound now but like the songs come through like i don't think there's a single song on that ep that i dislike or that i i'm not like oh this is isn't as strong like it starts off with daybreak and it just like goes all the way through and i'm just like okay these every song has a me- memorable aspect and it's not there's it's really cool like so what I'm trying to say is that like the songs will come through no matter what yeah. and it, it I wouldn't be bogged down by the fact like oh we rushed it we're all poor right now
0: <laughs> well, it's also really really easy to uh to tell yourself that you rushed it no matter what like yeah. you, you could you could spend so long recording a full length album and then you could release it and be like Shit. <laughs> that's actually awful let me take it back oh nope can't take no, it back it's out yeah. now um, and so it's just its you're always going to be like the worst critic of it all I mean like when whenever I've recorded anything I'm always listening back I'm like okay I have to I have to like wash my hands of this and move on to like the next song or just say I'm done because it gets so frustrating sometimes but the EP it, it, it really does when I listened to it I was like this is this is impressive this is really really cool stuff Thank it you. comes off really really well I think everyone, uh, at least
1: every musician, will be harsh on themselves no matter what. Like, even like I I don't know if Higgins mentioned it here, but he'll always talk about like Taylor Hawkins. Will we just be like, oh, I know this song is going to be on Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters uh, is going to be sitting there just like, oh, I know this song is going to be on the radio months from now, and I'm going to listen to my hi hat, and she's like, that sounds like shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like that happens to. Yeah. It's gonna happen even when you're playing stadiums. So. Yeah, and, and we've
3: we've uh, I've listened to it like 150 times mm-hmm. at least. I mean, it's <laughs> I've had the master of my car since November, um, and so great like man. It's, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I need man, I needed something in there. Uh,
0: so yeah. when did you record it?
3: Uh, we recorded it at Mockingbird uh, Sound <laughs> here in uh, town. Uh, I've recorded my first EP with them. the already EP. And uh, so that was one that's, it's up on Bandcamp. I don't really push it well, so don't listen to it. <laughs> uh, but like Anchor Line and Weather Weather are on there. And I recorded every guitar track, um, except for one. I had a friend coming from out of town. And then I, had, I recorded all the bass tracks. And I recorded the vocal tracks. I could not sing back then, and we we picked the uh, we got some drums like off like electron like drum kit, and we threw it together. And uh, I I had originally gone to Mockingbird because they were working with uh, Denton Radio at the time because Denton Radio was just popping up as well. And so we, we we put that out and I was like, oh man, this is great. And then like two months later, I listened to it like this sounds so weird because like Weather Weather is a it's in it's in what six eight. Or a 3-4 or something like that. And we had a 4-4 four, four drum beat on it. Yeah, 6-8. 6-8. <laughs> it's in 6-8, yeah. Most everything I do is so in 6-8. So y'all six, were eight. trying to get really jazzy. Well, <laughs> I was trying to get jazzy, yeah. And then, um... <laughs> Did that of uh, frustrate you? What, a jazzy comment? Yeah, I mean... Of course, Bray is yeah. rolling in his grave. And yeah. They're rolling <laughs> in the icy grave that is for right now. <laughs> Making enemies. <laughs> Sorry, Horace. Um, he's not
0: listening. Uh, well, I mean, he's not really do anything else this
3: week, I, I hear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Snowden. Uh, hey, we're Snowden. Um, <laughs> uh, another word from our sponsor? <laughs> we're watching. Uh, no, but I so, said, like, we... Uh, I wanted I picked up, like, the full band and all that.
0: Uh, crap, where are we going for this? Or no? Wherever you want to go. Oh, shoot. Just keep going, just yeah. um, man. Riff. Well, so, so <laughs> what made what you want to pick up the full band, like, officially? It was just, like, uh, you just had enough playing alone, or was it well, just... Well,
2: like, I, I I picked up
3: a show at the Treehouse, which is mm-hmm. now CBS, over oh, on Fry. Hell yeah. Uh, or, just near Fry. And then um, I, I played a show there, because I had ran into biographies at Guitar Center, of mm-hmm. all places. And they're all like, yeah, we we, we play in the Denton scene. It's like, oh, I live in Denton. And they're like, oh, that's really cool, like... Uh, like do you like brand new? I was like, I, l- I love brand new. Like, <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, we're playing at dance. I went and saw him at dance, and that was my very first time at dance. Uh, and my my best friend got engaged that night too. So it was just like this magical night. And uh, they were playing with Cody Jackson and somebody else. And Marcus was with the second man on. They got they got called for an encore, and they just kind of like looked around. And they were like. We're the second band guys. And then they got off stage. And so then I, I was like, oh, I've got to play the, the music scene. So I was always at Treehouse because I'm an alcoholic and a barfly. And uh, so I was. I like, studio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was up there five, six days a week. Um, I was up there like during the day or late at night, whichever one it was. And uh, so I got them to give me a show. And I, I played with uh, Pig Astronaut and some guy out of Denton. Uh, I don't remember who that was. I didn't get paid. That was fun. And then I played JJ's Basement twice. And the second time that I played it, I was opening for Father Mountain, who is coming through tomorrow. You guys are yeah. playing with. Um, it's, by the time this comes out, it won't be relevant. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get a nice little plug. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, uh, like, they, I, I played a show with them and they were like, man, that stuff was really good. Like, Have you ever thought about getting a full band? And I was just like, Man, I want to like yeah. Let's, let's get a full band. Let, let's do this. And so I went on Facebook. I found Tyler. Yep. Uh, and it I was, was like, uh, hey, love it first post. <laughs> love at first post. So I was like, hey man, I need a guitarist. Like yeah. And so I was playing Andy's the next week, and I was uh, opening for a metal show <laughs> uh, with oh, like yeah. Chroma cool. <laughs> uh, and like White Knuckle Ones, like somebody else. And, uh, so I was, and I was like, yeah, I'm opening like, well, I'll get you into the venue because he was under 21 at the time. And I was like, well, I'll get you in. you you listen to the stuff. If you don't like it,
2: don't, you know, don't yeah. stick around. I was his roadie. Yeah, we I, like I, I, that was the only way I could get him in the door. For an, <laughs> an effects <sport>. yeah. <laughs> board. Those, uh, those, uh, nice little
1: mismatch, uh, concert bills. They're like, I, a lot of people look down on them and they get upset by them and they're like, oh, why is this like <laughs> DJ opening up for this Acoustic actors Like Honestly Those are some of my favorite Because (laughs) Of like As an audience You're getting a Full bag of things Like I don't like DJs But I love you know an acoustic act, so I'm forced to listen to this DJ, and maybe this DJ has something that to offer that I have been missing oh, okay. because I have this stigma.
2: That is, that is so true. Because just a week or two ago, we played down at the door, and the uh, the first act was a uh, what was it? Uh, gypsy, a gypsy pirate. French gypsy pirate acoustic acoustic music.
0: punk gypsy pirate, and it was that. just
2: the most wonderful thing Chris and I have Named ever cookie. heard. It,
1: it's Named cookie. like it's literally like. The, and another cool thing about that is like you know as a band like i would love to open for a metal show but like just last night our band uh Higgins and mine we opened up for a band they're like a funk rap group boombox they were on our first episode and like we like that there's such a disconnect between our two genres cuz we're basically garage rock and they are just this really refined like they're, they're the best amazing and they're they're not they're jazz. Jazz. They're they're jazz. jazz. Let's set that straight. <laughs> and um it's just like those disconnect shows are really cool because it gets our fans will stay and hear them. It not that they wouldn't have heard them before, but like yeah. just in case if that were the case, and then vice versa, their friend or their fans would hear us and like I love that shit. It like small little music towns like this will do that. I I kind of feel like if you go to, you know, bigger places like portland and seattle like they'll they're i it's more obsessed with you know having straight bills and being cohesive which is really cool Mm -hmm. but it's also these things that
0: it's that's what's special yeah i mean eclectic bills can also be cohesive i mean it's it's a it's a wonderful thing that you know the dfw does i think a ton it's just having so many bills with so many different bands but they have like this one tiny sound that will somehow like somehow connect the bill in a really really cool way so yeah
1: yeah. and like what like there is this kind of like i don't know just um i'm trying to think of the right word but uh just kind of elitist view in every genre of just kind of um oh i'm a metalhead so i can't listen to john mayer that kind of thing or like Why can't jazz be metal? And why can't metal be jazz? Like, cause like, you know, they're awkward time signatures in both genres, that kind of thing. Uh, we were playing a show, uh, a couple weeks ago and this guy like walked up to me, it was a metal group, and, uh, who, played last and I was like yeah you guys are really cool really heavy and he goes yeah I mean like I love metal I'm a metal head but I and he just described what I had just said about like why can't this be metal and he's like sometimes I listen to Otis Redding and I'm like man this is metal
3: as fuck and just <laughs> like <laughs> oh, 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 no okay <laughs> words so, I never thought got it here uh, so, so I played that show and I picked up a drummer specifically for that show and he said he was gonna be there and then you know we got to the gig and he didn't show up mm-hmm. at all and so I was forced to like play it by myself. And so I played it by myself and I had like a loop pedal. So I was looping everything down. I was screaming my heart out. And, but then I got off of it and then like everybody in the crowd, like all the metal heads were like, dude, that was so metal. Like you had so, yeah, like big balls to, like get up there by yourself and like play the show. Like, oh my God, like you're great. Like your jumper quit on you, but you're, you're better than a man. Like, and so we ran into, um, uh, uh, Bam Bam, uh, Carrick, uh, Coleman, the, the bassist for Diesel Beast. I ran into him like two years later. And then, mm-hmm. and then he was like, hey, I think I think I've seen you play before. He's like, yeah, I played at that show with Chrome. And it's like,
0: you're that metal guy that the first." first. It's like, ah, I'm not metal. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, metal guys are really inclusive, honestly.
3: Yeah, it, those things.
1: It, <laughs> yeah. Genres have, yeah. like, everyone has their, like, bad people mm-hmm. in it, and they just get labeled by that one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, I actually met you at an open mic and mm-hmm. that was the oh, first time nice. I saw yeah. you and I when I heard you I was like, This is really cool, this is cool music and then I heard, you know, I heard that first album. Mm-hmm. Is that what you'd call it? An album. E P. Yeah, E P yeah, album. Yeah. And I, mean? <laughs> I was just like, This is really cool. Sounds, you know, more full bandish and um then I saw you um you know playing with the full band i was like holy shit this is like a whole nother thing it was really cool and just unexpected because you meet these people at these open mic things and like open mics have a terrible stigma around them Mm -hmm. and it it sucks that people have that feeling but i think musicians who go and play these open mics they generally will stick around for a good while after they play or a good while before you know to hear everyone (laughs) and I think that's where the most connections come from is at open mics is like the people who are up there performing with you. And like it, it was really cool because I really liked your uh, sound and you're like the only guitarist who came up with an electric guitar. Yeah. Everyone else was playing acoustic, including me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that stuck out to me. You were playing a nice yeah. telly and then, oh, I love the telly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then now yeah. you're with the full band. I don't know if you were with the, with the full band at the time, but uh, that was like a, I guess I know i it, I think I had the full band. I don't think we were playing
0: shows, but we yeah. were practicing at the yeah. time, so uh, obviously the full band probably like changed something, but how much do you think it like actually changed the sound that you were going for or that you had in mind or what it was before? Ooh. oh it oh,
3: yeah, it changed it dramatically i had yeah. I had fifteen songs, um, and some of them I'm still trying to get back into my like, car repertoire, but I
2: used to trust people will be coming back eventually. <laughs>
3: eventually uh and so like I used to trust people with like a very like shouty very yelly song so again I come I I listen to that you for decades now feels like and it's just like they 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 scream and they yell and it's not it's more like like a rhythmic yelling than it is like a singing like he's gotten better at singing over the years but he still like he yells a lot Mm -hmm. and I love that um and, uh, so, like, I, I, I read like, a bunch of stuff like that, and then we picked up, um, Michael, the drummer who's not here, and his brother, Matt the bassist, um, who, uh, was on the EP. That's his full name, Matt the bassist. <laughs> it's like I the ghost.
2: <laughs> but Matt the bassist. Yeah, Matt the bassist. In He's your gone, ideal
1: or, world, just... everyone will be followed by their
3: occupation. Megan, <laughs> the instructor. Trump the idiot. i <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, oh, with don't... that one. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I'm sorry, it's Trump the golfer. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> and so we, we, we brought we brought Michael and Matt into it and so like they were like, Hey, like, you know, like we like some of this music and you guys and they they like they you sound like good and all that, but like we don't like these songs. Like we don't like these screamy, shouty, yelly songs. And so we went from being something like definitely a lot heavier, a lot more like post hardcore Um, to, you know, doing something, like, a little bit, like, groovier, and I started throwing, like, more delays. And so, like, it, like, technically speaking, like, I've gotten a ton better, at like, timing and guitar work because I used to be terrible. Um, I Like, playing with a metronome is still grating to my ears, but I can do it now. I I, Like, I I used to not be able to do stuff like that. And so it's, like, like, I've definitely lost a lot of songs that I really, really liked. But, I mean, like, I can still, like, play them on my own. Uh, so, I mean, it, it definitely changed the structure of the band, and I was complaining about that to, uh, Chance, the of Biographies, one day, while they were, they were getting ready to play at Rubber Gloves, uh, they were opening for Prawn that night, I believe, and they were, like, hey, I was, like, hey, man, like, like, we're, we're, the band together, and, like, everything's sounding good, it's just, it's just not the way I imagined it, he's, like, yeah, you know, I wrote these songs, and then, like, I brought them to the guys, I was, like, hey, guys, look at all these parts that I wrote, and he's, like, and they just, they just shit on everything, um... And and then, but it's like it's good shit. Like it's way better than it was. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's a good way to look at it. Uh, And so, like, you know, it's it's it changed it for sure. Um, And like Tyler is definitely a lot more groovy on the guitar than I am. (laughs) I'm I'm just more of like a power chord. Let's let's just jam this thing out Uh, and. But, like, it, it's changed it, uh, but, it, I mean, it's forcing us to become better. And so, like, we're,
2: we're definitely for, forging, like, our own thing. So, like, M- Michael's a metal guy. He's, he's metal to the core. Michael and I grew up in high school playing <sighs> metal bands together, so... that That's great to have, like, that, yeah, that diversity. I'm super into, like, everything,
1: but, like, Hagen, I feel a lot more is into more technical stuff, being metal or jazz or anything like that, or even, like, technically or technical, vocal-wise, mm. and I I like that stuff, but it, it, it you know, it, it gets exhausting to me, because I'm just like, I have to keep up with all this, and it's really cool having, like, the two types where I, I try, like, songwriting uh, straightforward, and he tries to think of, like, oh, let's throw a polyrhythm in, and I was like, what's that? <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it's like, I found that, I found that, um... A lot of bands where people or like all the members have different influences, or like maybe two of them are the same. Like there's there's some kind of difference. you obviously everyone has different influences though. There's like oh way more coming into the table than which yeah. can, you know be pretty bad sometimes it's like oh uh, i have this idea and i have this idea let's fight um but uh i think that a lot of times when you have all those ideas especially in certain situations you can obviously find the happy medium and also you can find the really really cool stuff that way and you can you can can agree on this and disagree on that i mean like me and jackson like when he brings his songs to 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 the band jackson and i jackson um, When, when, when the Jackson Show starts, and <laughs> he brings his songs, and he brings his songs to to the rest of the group, um, it's always like, okay, cool, this song is awesome. Now, like, I'm gonna play drums to it. Probably not what you like. Imagine the drums are gonna be, and then we're gonna, you know, just mess with it some more. And it's a whole process. So that's why I was curious, like, how much it changed because obviously it's gonna change whenever you mm-hmm. play with different people. But it just depends on like who's inspired by what and like who brings what to the table. You know, you could have a guy who just wants to like. You just play. You show him the parts, and he just plays them. Plays them straight, or you, you yeah. could have a guy that's like, um, "So you're going to play those chords, and I'm just going to blast beat the whole time." You know, what I mean, it just, <laughs> you, you, could, you could have, you could have anything, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, yeah it just it's interesting to see how much things change.
1: If yeah. you guys need a, a blast beater, Hagen's the guy. Every time uh, <laughs> the bassist and I try to like start, like. We don't play covers, but, like, sometimes it's fun to play a cover like during practice.
0: the same ones, the same ones, over and over and <laughs> over again. Because we like those songs. Oh, but it's fun to play. Right. <laughs> cold, it's fingers.
1: fun to play covers during practice. I don't like playing them at shows, but yeah. it's fun. To, as soon as we start playing anything, Hagen just starts blaspheming. It's like, sweet, no one can have fun now. Fun. <laughs> I have yeah, I'm lots watching. of fun. So...
0: Um, every time they just keep covering that same Rush <laughs> song nope
1: you can't say that we don't want to pay royalties <laughs> um but, you, can yeah, seconds, you can play 30 seconds of that thing 30 seconds? yep yeah. man we should play 30 seconds of like every Rush song like just, <laughs> that'll be like a podcast one time 30 seconds of every one of their songs but where's the Pearl the track? title of it is just we can't get sued <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> try don't us. feed the artists they will try <laughs> um so you keep mentioning all these like you know uh when you started like oh yeah I uh you keep talking about how you've gotten a lot better at both guitar and singing mm. and I think with I, th- I think this applies to every single person like whether it be school or work or anything but musically specific I find it super exciting when I listen to my old stuff I'm like wow I was singing really flat here or wow this sounds terrible and she's like now I listen to myself and I don't think I'm Amazing, but it's just like, oh, I've gotten a lot better. And that excites me because if I think I'm good now, imagine what we're going to be soon. Like, do you find that exciting listening? I I know a lot of people will listen and I can get super upset.
3: Well, I mean, like, I actually, on uh, Facebook, uh, my memories today, uh, a video from my very, very first solo show eight years ago came up. It was, I was still a senior in high school at the time. That video? That video came up today. That video. That, yeah, that video came up today. And it's it's terrible because it, it's not dynamic at all. And, like, I again, I couldn't really sing. Uh, but, like, I, I enjoyed what I was doing, and I, I made 75 bucks my first show. I was like, oh, this is amazing, it'll be famous. I'm gonna but I, I was <laughs> talking with uh, with Bone Doggy about it one time, because I used to go to that open mic whenever he was running at the Abbey uh, every week, and then I, I realized I was kind of plateauing a little bit. I wasn't really growing, so I stopped going um, all, every time. But uh, he, he was sung, yeah, he was just like, you know... Some some guy that he mentioned said that, you know, the best that you'll ever be at something is the day that you die. Like, you're always going to be, like, improving and refining and all that. And so, uh, like, it's, like, you know, I'm getting better. And so, like, uh, we, we, we talked about it last year that we thought that my vocals are holding the band back the most. And so I took vocal lessons, which I was against doing from day one. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to be, like, whenever people are like, hey... <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing, because like, like whatever like, like I listen get my like, famous. Like obviously like, yeah, I'm famous because I didn't have vocal lessons, so I'm awesome. But then I was like, I'm just a pretentious little prick. Uh so uh I, I got a couple lessons from this operatic guy, uh Alan Fudge, and that is his real name. That's great. Um and mm-hmm. took took a couple lessons, he gave me some pointers, we talked about it, and like I got like Way better with course of the year, and so we were sitting down talking about it the other day, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, your vocals are great, Ben. Your guitar playing sucks." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh no, I know where this is going. It's going to be and like chasing each other."
1: And do you mean Alan the Fudge? No, Alan Fudge. Alan the Fudge. That was a that was a callback joke, and it, it didn't land at <laughs> all. <laughs> <difficult>. <laughs> oh, oh
0: shit. Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, God, what was I going to say? Vocal lessons, it's all my thing. Um, so like... <laughs> you threw Hagen off. Hagen teaches uh,
1: vocal... He teaches a ton of stuff, but he, he sings a lot. He's, he's a great singer, but he won't sing in anything, like, live or on a recording. But he teaches, so there is some backstory to that. That's why he's yeah. he's frustrated about That's why he that held me back.
0: back. I held he Hagen back. back. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like, like you know, like... It's really weird because a lot of people have that, that like, I want to take lessons thing. Yeah. And I, man, whenever I'm like selling lessons to people, yeah. it's always like, oh, you could always take lessons. But like, even these massive bands that you wouldn't expect bring the vocal coaches with them and bring, like, yeah. like, Lamb of God brings a vocal coach with them on tour, and they do—he does screaming <laughs> vocal exercises on tour, and that's like because like that, I mean, like if you scream wrong, you're gonna totally fuck up your voice. Yeah. So yep. you have to you have to scream the correct way. And Like there's a there's a do, there's a documentary this, about this old lady who goes on tour with metal bands, teaching them how to scream. Yeah, to cool. so screaming. Yeah, 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 it's great. It comes absolutely. up every time we talk
3: about vocal lessons. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and my, my drummer's always like, hey, have you ever heard of Zeno Screaming? I'm like, yes,
0: Michael, you brought that back I heard about, about it, it in <laughs> last <laughs> practice. <laughs> last practice before that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's, uh lessons are always weird, especially voice lessons, because it's a much more like personal mm-hmm. thing, because like with like a guitar lesson, you have the guitar that you can hold, and you, like, yeah, it's, you- it's, You can pinpoint what you're doing. Yeah, whereas vocal lessons, it's like, everything is a metaphor. Everything is like, because I I can't tell you, like, I can't tell you, like, oh, um... treat your voice this way. Yeah, exactly. It's like, think about this. Or, like, if you're breathing, it's like, breathe better. That doesn't work, you know? Like, (laughs) it's like, I have to think of all of these different, like, ways. And that's that's what what got me when I was younger and I was learning to sing. It was like, imagine a balloon right here, and that's how you breathe. And I was like... (sighs) got it (laughs) nailed it but yeah lessons are super they're they're always a super weird like stigma to lessons it takes it takes a while to get over it
1: i I like to utilize that hagan's in my band and like that he teaches lessons and like i think the thing that i don't know completely is my voice um and so like i know enough i was in choir for a while so i'll I'll ask him like hey can you help me with some warm-ups like tailored specific to my voice and all that and we'll we'll do it, and, like, it's funny, you can tell he's used to being this really encouraging guy, because, you know, people can get discouraged, especially with singing, because that, like, kind of makes you vulnerable, or a lot of people feel vulnerable doing it, and, like, he's just sitting there encouraging me, and I'm just getting pissed on, like, fucking stop. (laughs) We, like, I'm in a band with you. We need to, like, you need to tell me this sounds bad, try this. I can take that. It's funny. He's a good teacher. He's really encouraging, but... As a friend, it's frustrating. Yes, so yes. for someone to be like, "Oh, that sounded great. Let's try this." You mean that sucked?
3: Yes. Do this. No. So <laughs> uh, that that very first show years ago, um, I, I booked it because I thought they were going to give me a band. And I was going to play with them. Like I, I, I was totally oblivious to what was about to happen. Whenever I got on the stage of the show, and so my parents sent me down about a week before, and they said, "All right, Ben, here's what we're going to do. You're going to play what you're going to play at the show, and then." We're gonna tell you whether or not you should sing. Like it, it, it was just kind of like, then we really think you're gonna get there and embarrass yourself, and all of our friends are coming. Please don't do this. Uh, and then so like I, I played, and they were like, Yeah, that was that wasn't bad. So I was like, Yeah. And then I got up there and I was like, Crap, I am just playing by myself. <laughs> so it, it totally threw everything off. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's whenever like it's it's like it was a friend. And it was uh, Alan is uh, uh, Michael and Matt's friend. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's how we got all that set up. And so I would I would work ten hours at Waterbury and Decatur, sometimes twelve hours, and then I would drive out to here, and then I would take lessons, and then I would drive back out to Justin and go back to home to go to bed. And I did that like multiple times a week and it was it was crap because I was like, I've been working for ten hours. I just want to go home and sleep. Yeah. And then he's just like, Hey, like we're just gonna do this and we're uh and then he had me uh th- oh god. It was a Stone Sour song that he was having me practice on. Um and I was like, I, I, don't, I don't even like Stone Sour. Sour. Yeah, he does love that band. And it, it is a very vocally difficult remember song, remember especially five. He loves remember Five. He never got me to do rumor yeah. five. Adam Levine has a great voice, but he has too many effects on so it. So was Corey Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor
0: does have a great voice, uh, but uh, no
3: Slipknot. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so we <laughs> eventually <laughs> settled on on a, on a Lifehouse song off their very first album. Uh, and uh, so like I, I practiced with that after we cut off the Stone Sour. But yeah, he was always like, super like, oh yeah, we're just gonna like practice." And, we're, and like he was all happy, go lucky. And I just got like out of like ten, twelve hours like fast food hell. I'm just like. Don't do this to me! <laughs>
0: <laughs> How long were the lessons?
1: Uh, about an hour at a
3: time. Good. Yeah.
1: Good. I just want to mention this, and we can gloss over it. This is also a terrible thing to mention because we're an audio-only podcast. <laughs> but for the Daybreak EP, um, you guys worked with uh, Michael Slack, Michael J. Slack. Mm-hmm. And yes. he did you old album cover, and it looks incredible. Yes. And I just wanted to mention that because I we've worked with him and he's just an incredible dude it looks amazing it's one of those things where if i was flicking through something at a record store and just like on a whim like one, just wanting to buy something based off a look or like oh that name sounds really cool that would be the type of this album that would be something yeah. i'd pick up we'll link to it but like it, it looks incredible
3: <laughs> yeah so we we contacted him because uh you know i'd seen his stuff for like dome dollars and all that and i saw yeah. him do the animal spirit cover yeah which also looks uh, great. which is also incredible and so I was like hey man what do you think and he's like all right well I have this thing I'm working on I want you to look at it and we can like modify a little bit um and if you don't like it then we're going to sit down we're going to talk about what you want he's yeah. like okay that works and so he showed us like this thing and I was like this is great. We'll take it. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and uh, so it, it originally had like a face and arms on it. So we took the face and the arms off, uh, and he like you know spruced up and did his, did his little his little thing. But uh, yeah. it was it was incredible. And so I think we're gonna go back to him. Like we're doing, we're already writing the next EP, yep. which is gonna be the Nightfall EP. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna that's be that's cool. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna have him try to do something similar. That's no, not necessarily the same thing, but you know it's at least similarly themed. So i've been thinking about this a lot lately
1: and Hagen and i talked about it when we first started they're started playing music together and this this kind of idea of how to release music either as an ep or an lp or you know kind of like release an lp and then an ep in between mm-hmm. i don't know how you feel about this but there's a lot of bands that, are, like john mayer literally right now is releasing like a trilogy of three EPs because he said, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, they don't even, he said himself don't have the like attention span to sit down and listen to their, even their favorite artists, a 12 song album. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he thinks it's really cool to have this steady stream of content that you can get excited for three times instead of that one album. Mm-hmm. But then also, you know, he wasn't finished with the record yet. So he can like, <laughs> he can really pace that out. And I'm curious how other people feel about that. Cause like we talked about only releasing EPs and just doing that really steady instead of. But I'm kind of getting more to so the idea that I like releasing a bulk thing. Yeah. I'm just curious how you feel about that since you said you're recording another, or writing another EP and it sounds like it'll be kind of like a back to back thing.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, to an extent, like, I do want to do an LP. Um, it'd be, be nice. A, yeah.
2: But uh, finances also play yeah. a yeah. nice little role in all that. that. But let's say we're in, an, like, like, the it, ideal yeah. scenario where. Cash isn't an issue, and like, how would you release your art? I feel like we'd still do Nightfall as an EP just to mirror a Daybreak because yeah. that's what's yeah. supposed yeah. In to In a way, it's just weird because, like, I have, I have bands that I listen
3: to, and like, they all do different things. So like, New That You, they did two EPs, and they've done LPs ever since, since like 2000, 2002. Yeah. And then uh, Emory They come through And they'll drop, an, they'll drop an LP And they'll drop an EP They And then like They'll take some of that stuff And you know Shove it to a new LP And they'll kind of Move forward like that yeah. And then some bands um, Like Like Cool Hand Luke They've never dropped an EP yeah. uh, And it's just like Like with With the way that the, the landscape is changing With everything Going to streaming And everything else Like In some ways It's just like If you can just get a single out Sometimes getting a single Is just better yeah. Because it's gonna get Just as much attention Yeah uh, but uh, I mean like, I, I would like to do like an LP because um, I like the idea of like I, I wrote something that was like more expansive so like we we did Daybreak and we had these songs together I and they were all written at different times but we were able to like weave them together in a way um, to make them fit and so like it, it sounds good and so I love albums that sound like albums like I wanted to like go yeah. start to finish like that that's just how I take in music and so being able to do something like that would be really cool it's um, so,
2: like
3: a story, kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, like, like, like Hebrews by say anything. That's that's one that we've been tossing yeah. back and forth. Um, I, I grew up in Tyler, and I, I hate say anything, but <laughs> Hebrews is a great <laughs> album, uh, and it, it's just like it's 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 so thematic, just like from start to finish. It's not even like a rock opera like uh, The Hazards of Love by the Decembrists, um which is you know one whole story. It's just like like every every song that's on that say uh, the Hebrews uh, LP is just like it fits together like it's a little story and so like it's all like thematic and all fits and it's so like if you listen to it you know front to back like it's it's just incredible yeah and I would love to be able to do something similar to that
0: yeah, yeah i it's say it's a really it's a really fine line that I've found is it's very tricky like cause my favorite band is Between the Baird and Me and they do you know basically all front to back shit I mean like colors was front to back all the way connected great misdirect wasn't so much so but like parallax and Coma eclectic were were just all front to back that's what they do and Mm -hmm. i love that but when i think about like when i think about how to release things i'll listen i'll listen to a a full album any day but uh if i'm thinking about just like uh you know this guy working over here at Chopsticks. I mean, how does he listen to music? Does he yeah. listen to music? Is he, is he does he have the time, or does he want to sit down and listen to like a full album, or would he just listen to one song off the off the album and say it's done, or yeah. would he see would he see oh this is only five songs I can listen to this, or like you know, and and then also that goes to like set times. We've been really discussing set times mm-hmm. lately and how long to play and stuff like that. Because like obviously I'll play for ever yeah um but but who no, wants to listen forever? yeah no one cares into it yeah yeah, yeah. but I I, mean,
3: I don't think we're at that point yet yeah
1: I guess Adam you're not a musician so Correct. how would you like because this is just for musicians going oh. back and forth on how we would really sing <laughs> you as a connoisseur of this who is not a musician
2: how would you prefer it Eeps I'm, I'm weird in that I'll listen to albums front to back and that's about the only way I listen to music so, yeah, no, that's the exception, so... Yeah. Man, we're just weird. in a hole here. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, uh, I mean, I think there's we're, a... We're all high-fiving
1: <laughs> each other here. <laughs> no, uh, well, that's well, why yeah. it's audio only. <laughs> <laughs> we're very quiet.
3: Yeah. Hey, uh, you, you can't hear it, but we're about to hit the lube out. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're
1: very specific on only one person talking at a time. Not because we want this to sound good. But because no, you know, not at all. We gotta uh, take
2: turns. Also sponsored by Astroglide, right? <laughs> uh, no, we'll take that sponsorship. Sponsored by
3: uh, sponsored by Directs because all their uh, all their opponents have parents. Or um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you guys—that uh, was a good way to end that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the best way. Do you guys uh, ever plan on touring? Is that something you'd like to do oh, in the
2: future? God. We would love to do it. It is a dream. We've um, gotten the okay from both of the fiancés. Yeah, so. It's <laughs> uh, both like. You uh, have my okay as well. I'm okay. to
3: of it. Yeah, yeah so uh, we have a. Um, of course, I'm getting married in two weeks, or uh, right about the time this thing comes out. Congrats. Yes. This Thank will be our you. present. You. To you. Ah. Oh, yes. So I need more wedding presents. Your wedding gift is you talking? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good, okay. <laughs> Sorry what Michael says. No, uh, so, like, uh, we, uh, she's like, hey, like, if you're going to do this, get it out of the way now. Because, you know, if we're, like, 35 and 40, like, you know, I, like I went to a show not a little while back, and there was, like, this 45-year-old guy, and he was on stage in a suit, you know, like, screaming his heart out. And it was it was a great show, and I, I loved that band to death, but I was just, like, I was sitting there, I think I was drinking at the time, and I was just like I don't. I was like I probably worse since you don't remember. <laughs> well, that, that's why I'm not drinking as much. <laughs> you just to Pepper. Your... Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Just stuff everything. Uh, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't bring the vodka bottle. Um, but uh, I, I was. I, I texted. I texted my fiance and I was like, "Hey, like, I, I, I'm gonna try my best, unless I'm making money with it, not to be that guy that's screaming in a basement on stage at 40 in a suit, because." I mean, I, I, I like. I mean, I, I enjoy doing it. I would probably do it like like periodically, but I wouldn't do it like full time. And then like he wants to go f- f- on the road, and that was one thing that we talked about from the word go. But yeah. uh, some things for us is like uh, like uh, Michael um, doesn't want to get on the road just like he he has certain needs that we need to fit into the group. And so we even talking about like getting, like a tour drummer and going out with that. Um, yeah. uh, we had originally talked with Chris about doing that actually. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, because, I mean, he, he's, uh, I don't know if you he know he's an amazing drummer. Is he? Yes. That dude's all around.
1: <laughs> he He's all Yeah. He's,
3: he's, he's, amazing. And he, he's, he smiles and makes everyone happy, and that's, like, the best part about it. That <laughs> is true. He's so he the happiest person He has, has like, made.
2: that Gatsby smile. <laughs> what, like, the book version? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Canon literature. Oh,
3: sorry.
1: Um, that, that, that's a good thing to bring up. You said that you were a novelist
3: or aspiring novelist? Aspiring novelist. I have finished one. Finished one? Uh, I have finished You have one. plans for that? Um, well, I finished it two years ago, I think. I was fifty the years. So I might be three now. But uh, it was... Um, I, I got it done, and whenever I got done with it, that took six months. I went through... Twenty five or thirty handles of vodka writing it, uh, over the course of that time frame. I my, no, that, that doesn't sound like too much. I was going through like one every four days, so whatever, whatever that amounts to.
1: Um, Someone will do the math. You were Russian me. for the time. It, it's a Russian novel.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was uh, it was about artificial intelligence. It was heavily inspired by Mass Effect three, um, because my favorite character dies in that game. No matter how you play it, which is annoying. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, well, the new one's about to come out uh, next week. Spoilers, so. <laughs> again. That's an early wedding gift. Oh, if it wasn't, you know, if it's spring break next week, yeah. <laughs> but, uh and so, like, I finished it, and whenever I got done with it, I was like, I do not want to see or touch this thing ever again. And going, coming back to, like, what I used to be like, especially with music, was that I hate editing. So if you go back yeah. and listen to my SoundCloud, a lot of my early stuff, I one-shotted it. Like, it was... I put it out there, and I was like, great, this is done. I'm not going back. I'm not re-recording it. I'm not refining it. Like, it is what it is. It's raw. It's cool.
2: And so I do not edit... Anything that Isn't that right? why you got mad at me when we were trying to record rough tracks for song ideas? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it, he walks it, back it. in and I'm like halfway through the first verse, like editing drums two and hours, bass later. And like two hours later. It's like the most
1: unnatural thing, like, especially when you're editing something yourself, which, you know, at this level we all yeah. have to uh, to some degree. It's just like, it's so unnatural hearing yourself, like, looping this like two measures of just like nah
0: nah and it's just like ah I sound terrible yeah that it's a rite of passage though man yeah Yeah. you also have to have like an ear for that too like Mm -hmm. like it's something that we all have done ourselves but the guys that like do that like professionally and shit they have like they have an ear that's trained to just hear the same thing over and over and over again until they're like cool I'm happy with like that half a second yeah and now like
3: uh, we uh we, like, we were talking because like we were like most musicians eventually like end up you know, like owning their own studio it seems like like Midlake has their one here <laughs> Chris Waller left uh, Death That's Cab right. and he has his own studio up in Seattle and so like everyone has like their own studio now like it's yeah. just like the thing Matt, like, keep, uh, yeah so you, you you do music you get your own studio and it's like uh, we were sitting in the studio and we were listening to like the like the the, the palm uh, music parts oh, and, God. and lament <laughs> and so if you wanted to know what that looks like on the recording track, whenever you look at it, it looks like a barcode, because I can't, like, grunge for anything, yeah. and so, like, he was having to take, like, every hit and, like, move it, and so it just looks like a barcode. And I was sitting there watching him do it, and I was like, I could never do this. I could never own a studio and listen to anything. <laughs> like, I mean, I can go back and I can, like, redo stuff, I can hear what I did wrong and know what I need to do better, but I cannot. I just can't sit there for eight hours and go, no, that doesn't sound right. No, that doesn't sound right. No, that doesn't, oh, okay,
1: there we go. It's also, like, uh, some of those things when I'm, like, sitting there doing, like, a certain type of work, I can, like, put on music in the background or put on, like, TV and kind of zone out. It's one of those things where you yeah. can't, you <laughs> have to just sit there and do it. You can't sit there and, like, you Do can't, something else. Yeah, you can't yeah. Completely zone. And especially with, like, the way that we've become nowadays, it's just, like, so hard to just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That it, it takes a special type of someone, yeah. and they don't get paid nearly enough because <laughs> every musician is trying to get uh, something yeah. cheaper. We want to record an album, the next hit for $500. album. <laughs> yeah, for five hundred dollars in one day. It's like, <laughs> uh, Good luck. Yeah. Well,
3: we did Daybreak EP in fourteen hours. That's impressive. It sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so we, we definitely slammed that that, that fucker out. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, what well, it
1: sounds like that may be the best for you. That way you don't have to sit there and listen to uh, it too much. Well,
3: I mean, we were also making sure that we were trying to get in on our budget. And yeah. so, like, we, we walked out three days and we only used to. So that we we worked out pretty well on that. Uh. But, uh, yeah, no, the editing is just terrible. And so, like, I didn't want to edit that novel, going back to that. Um, and so I, I didn't touch it. And it sat on a hard drive, and that computer ended up crashing. And now I can't get that novel. And, like, everyone's like, oh, okay, it's us So I read, like, the first 10,000 words because, like, I have that in the email somewhere. And so, like, we want to read the rest of it. And I was like, oh, I would love to, but you can't. Like, I would love to go back and, like, because, like, especially, like, where we're at right now, like, it dealt with a lot of, like, like immigration in a way, like, neighborism, like, just, like, allowing people, like, that know are strange or that you're afraid of, you know, and learning to kind of, like, coexist. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, there was, like... So like this company out in California creates robots and with a true artificial intelligence not like a virtual intelligence not like' a, it's like a, like this car like knows how to like drive itself like that's a virtual intelligence like an yeah. artificial intelligence that thinks like a brain so it's not like files and folders like it's all like a web design and so like this company makes the robots and then the, like everybody freaks out and so they send one of the robots to the UN and the, U- and the robot talks for itself and so they they allocate this territory the book's called the territory out uh near where the company's located in uh California and they're like, hey, like, you're gonna live there until we figure out what the hell to do with you. Um and so then somebody dies, and so they're like, Robots did it! Robots did it, another robot's did it. And so it's a murder mystery. Um uh, and before they can figure out if anything happens, China, who's fucking afraid of these robots because we assassinated the president in twenty forty eight, uh <laughs> us the there fuck there out there? of the territory. <laughs> 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 Donald Trump's gonna come back from the dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and kill the Chinese president. Oh. Why that or either the North Korean president's yeah. gonna do it for him. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and, and so, like. He's called a glorious leader, by the way. Oh, glorious leader uh, yeah. of Democratic Republic North Korea. Oh, I, I meant food. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are too
1: political for us. I don't oh, know what to do here. Yeah, no. Uh, with,
3: with Michael says the same thing. See, if Michael was here, I'd have to keep my mouth shut. Oh, yeah. I cracked that Trump joke because my, my pedal board was like, uh, spits it out on me at a show. And that's always the worst. You know, after, you know your is not working. And yeah. so I it was my distortion pedal, so I just yanked it off out of the chain. I was like, it was this guy's. You know, is this, like, like, that relative that you hate at, at Thanksgiving? Because it, it was in November, and I was like, it's like, the relative you hate at Thanksgiving, he's, like, spouting about how much he loves Trump. <laughs> and after the show, Mike was like, Then don't ever say political shit again. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's, like, this constant battle. And it's... it's Ben, I, don't I, scream. <laughs> yeah, and then don't scream. That's the other one. He, he hates my screaming, but that is not going away. It's okay. <laughs> and his job is to hit things. Yeah, he does it really well. <laughs> Well, but uh, yeah. and so like I I want to go back and get that book out now, yeah. but it's just it's not there. Uh Windows has a safeguard like if you don't have that hard drive connected with the same motherboard, which was the motherboard that crashed, um, then it locks out the entire hard drive. So I I have to like pay money and go get it like released. But I mean I could just go and like write it again, but like again that took like six months of like six hours a day every day and like it was it was intense i've heard that yeah that stuff's agonizing
1: i'd love to write
3: you know even just a short story but i don't have like the word repertoire for that kind of thing (laughs) but yeah it's it's different for sure um and so like that that's why i kind of went off and started doing music because i was like this this is it's easier because it's like there's more of like a immediate like feedback because like if you write a book you can spend, like, six months a year writing and getting it out and all that. Take two years, three years to get it published. It gets published, and then you get everybody's reaction to it, like, yeah. three years later. So, like, if I go and I play a show, I know pretty, like, yeah. in the middle of a song, whether or not people are digging it. Yeah. Like, we had, there was somebody that was sitting up at the front row, or, like, the only row, uh, at the door show. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've, the only row. Oh, God. No, we, yeah, we have a picture. There, there there, are four people standing up front, and three of them left before we got to our fifth song. And so, like, I know exactly what those people think. And so, like, I know. Yeah. And so, like, it was just kind of like, hey, like, that's what happened. And so, like, I get that feedback, so I know how to do better, but, like... You don't get that with writing, and no. I, I just don't have the patience for that. <laughs> I don't. If I didn't, if I wasn't drunk the whole time I wrote it, like I would not have had the patience to do it in the first place. Well, you've done it. You can say that, yes. and
1: there is the sense like, yeah, we do do this, you know, to release and you know have people, you know, scratch our backs. But then it's all when it comes down to it, you did it because you wanted to do it, and yeah. like there was some part of you that was just like, okay. This is what
2: I want to do We well, went in there knowing full well it could have gone that way yeah. Exactly Well,
3: like And that. I dropped out of college to write that book too So that, that was the second time that I dropped out of college
2: yeah. So I'm
3: back in for the third time So we'll see what I drop out for this time First time it was a, getting a married Which I didn't Then it was to write a book, which I did And now I'm back in, hopefully I just get my degree And get out this time
1: yeah. This one's the turkey Bowling okay. reference
3: Yeah! I suck at bowling Bail,
0: bail. <laughs>
1: um Yeah, I one thing about you guys that I really like is energetic live performance. That's something that like a lot of people it doesn't matter if you have incredible um <laughs> incredible songs, uh if you're boring to watch live that kinda you know, that can be a drag. Um yeah. especially it, in it our really, genre. Yeah. Well, I don't know necessarily that, but um <laughs> It's, it's exciting watching you live because I've seen you like beat the shit out of your guitar and it's just like, I, I'm so scared to hurt my instrument because I'm like, I don't know when I'm gonna get another one. And it's just, it's yeah. exciting watching you play because it, it, does seem like you're giving it your all. Where some people, it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're up there running around, but you know, they're kinda of holding it back cause yeah. they, oh, I have a show tomorrow night I don't wanna get too tired. But it, it really does seem like you're giving it your all up there, you're screaming and like parts of where you're not screaming and the album and stuff like that and you're super into
2: it. You were sick during your <laughs> album release but he lost his voice tonight whiskey and honey between every song but it
1: yeah. sounded like especially with your genre honestly you know it added it was its whole other thing it sounded great it was really cool it had a nice rasp with the singing and i could tell you were frustrated with it and it came out in the performance in a really cool way that like you can tell like jack white is fighting his guitar and he likes that battle and it seemed that kind of way that you were just kind of you were frustrated with your voice so you got angry and you started to push yourself more and it was really cool and you guys definitely do that a lot at Uh, your performances yeah
3: so uh beating the guitar is something i do at the beginning of the mac i have this like crazy reverse delay that i throw on at the very beginning of it um it used to be set to four beats a minute which is just like it just sounds chaotic I think it's at 47 (laughs) beats a minute now but uh I've de- I've busted my pinky open hitting it. Um, sometimes whenever like I look at my arm the next day, I like I have a rash on the inside of my arm from like my arm hitting the guitar. Uh, and uh, there was uh, I was reading uh, something that a character had written actually because he was like trying to break out from like this stupid brutal thing, and like you know become like his own guy. Uh, and so before he played a show at J and J's, he got a razor blade and like he cut his forehead, and like that helped him like perform better. And I was just like you know like, I've. I like me going back to movie Without you dear god, I sound like a fanboy. Um, it's you not bi- aren't? uh shh. it's not biography, so I'm getting away with it. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh I'm a huge biography fanboy ever since yeah. I've, I've met them. Uh, so, um, but uh, and so, Me that you like they, they have like crazy like performances and like Aaron Weisley's he's dancing around stage and like they're just like they're going ham. And so, like, the I I, I saw them at the door, made a speech at the door, uh, a couple years back. Um, headlining, and their drummer had, like, sweat dripping off his head in, like, the first song. It was like, yes! Like, th- like that's how much I want to get into it. And so it's just, like, I, I definitely, like, feel like, I- of course, I usually do drink before I go on stage, and so that, like, it helps to, like, soothe me out and, like, get me back into, like, the thing. But, like, I, I feel everything that I write. And so, like, especially, like, in the last two songs we've been playing, Give Up, Give In, like, like, those are, like, emotional for me. Like, I, I usually end up crying at the end of it. Um, sometimes it's not as bad as it is other times. Um, but I think there was one show at J&J's where I just like ripped the cord the cable out of my guitar as soon as I got done, and I Split went back, to the back. Yeah. I went to the back and like I didn't, I didn't say, and like everybody was just kind of like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> 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 and like I, I was, I was like bawling in the hallway uh, at j and it's just like I, like I, I like I, it's like just like it's like every time like I scream, sometimes like I, I feel like that like that wound rip open. Uh, cause from you know Whichever I've been engaged This is the fourth time That I've been engaged And hopefully This time I actually get married Which Again We're only two weeks away So They're, they're doing good But it's like You know like like Each like break that's in like one of those songs Which I, I sound like Taylor Swift Dear God But uh, But it's like
2: I, <laughs> uh, the I like, just I, keeps adding It's like The four
1: year old <laughs> dude uh, Horace Bray Now Taylor Swift There was another person But I forgot
3: who it was well, you're trying to start battles. Yeah, I'm starting. I don't know. No, we're we're, we're going to fight, man. Uh, <laughs> bare knuckle fight, Alex Jones style. Uh, <laughs> um, we're going to give you some nice edits, just like him. <laughs> no, <laughs> not uh, in there. But uh, or you know, Sam Smith, Sam Smith, uh, the record that he won the Grammy's with, like that was a big brick of album, just like you know like I feel that and so like whenever I, I perform like I, I try to like you know bring that energy out because I feel like the more energy I bring out the more he gets into it or the more that Michael gets into it or whoever's playing bass
2: for us will get into it and it's just like nah Chris is just always into it yeah <laughs> Chris was always into it yeah uh, uh, well I'd say that you guys are definitely a,
1: a live band to see whether it's on tour or even just around Denton you guys everybody who listens come here to Denton Denton's a cool place um, do coming you guys have anything coming up other than, I mean, you're writing, you said yeah, you're writing. We're, we're yeah. writing a
3: lot. Um, we're, we're trying to get maybe like a show or two, like at a, like anti-vineyard house, uh, yeah. booked right before the end of the school year. So we can kind of like get like the last gasp. Yeah. But we're, I mean, I'm kind of taking a little bit of time for myself just so I can get married and yeah. get settled in with that. Um, uh, then we're, we're trying to write and you know, we're, I think we're going to write as much as we can because we've been playing pretty much the same set. Since we started playing with Michael two years ago, mm-hmm. um, and so we, we just want to like dig it up to where it's not like, oh, like, I love giving this up, but I hate the end of it, so let's get out of here before you know he starts on Give Up Given, you yeah. know that's the way it's going to end. And like, I, I don't like, I mean, I love Give Up Given, I think they're a great songs, but I just don't want to end on that every time. Like, whenever like a you go to see movie that you show, like, they have four or five different ending songs, and <laughs> whichever one you get is going to be great, and sometimes yeah. they play two of them, and you're just like, yes. But, uh, like, I I just, like, I want to do something, like, different. So it's, like, the more you can change it, the more, like, you can, like, break people's expectations, uh, I feel like, the more people get into it. Mm -hmm. And, like, the more you can surprise them. Well, um, you can get the Daybreak EP on iTunes,
1: all that stuff we said, Bandcamp. Cheapest on Amazon. Cheapest on Amazon for 450. Yeah, they're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you know, they're playing right. around local. If you're around the DFW, definitely come see them. Hopefully, they'll be going on tour. Um, this has been Don't Feed the Artists, and we're gonna go feed our bellies because I'm hungry.
0: Ooh, Jackson, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.